We, wel- we welcome you to the I Believe in Jesus broadcast. We are so glad to be back here with you today to speak the name of Jesus and to speak the word of God into your lives. We are grateful, so grateful for this opportunity. Let us open the broadcast with a word of prayer for those that are out there in the nation, the saints of God, as well as those that are lost and don't know Jesus. We're entering into the Easter season, and uh, we just want to rejoice in God and say that prayer for the church and for the lost. Lord Jesus, we just come to you today giving thanks unto you, Lord, giving praise unto you, Lord Jesus, as we begin to celebrate, Lord God, Easter. And we just thank you, Lord, that we remember everything during this time of the year, especially, and hopefully every day of our lives as your children here on earth, what you've done for us. We are so grateful, Jesus, that you willingly laid down your life, were crucified on a cross, rose from the dead on the third day, Lord. And, oh, Jesus, did it all for us. We give you thanks today. And we welcome you, Lord, and we ask that the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit would come and rest upon me to speak thy holy and divine word to all of those that are hungry and thirsty for you, Jesus. We pray for the saints and we pray for those that don't know you, Lord Jesus, as their personal Savior. And we would pray, Lord God, that you would minister to them and strengthen them and bring them to salvation in Jesus' name. Amen. I believe this will be broadcast on Easter morning. So I want to read to you the scriptures out of Matthew 28 about that resurrection morning. Amen. Let's see what Jesus wants to say to us today. I'm reading Matthew 28 beginning at verse 1. In the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn towards the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulcher. And before there was, and behold, there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. His countenance was like lightning and his remnant white as snow. And for fear of him, the keepers did shake and became as dead men. And the angel answered and said unto the woman, Fear not, you, for I know that you seek Jesus, which was crucified. He is not here, for he has risen, as he said. Come see the place where the Lord lay, and go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. And behold, he goeth before you, Into Galilee, there shall you see him. Lo, I have told you. And they departed quickly from the sepulcher with fear and great joy and did run to bring his disciples word. And as they went to tell his disciples, behold, Jesus met them, saying, All hail. And they came and they held him by the feet and worshiped him. Then said Jesus unto them, Be not afraid. Go tell my brethren that they go into Galilee, and there shall they see me. Now when they were going, behold, some of the watch came into the city 
and showed unto the chief priests all the things that were done. And when they were assembled with the elders and had taken counsel, they gave large money unto the soldiers, saying, Say ye this, his disciples came by night and stole him away while he slept. And if this come to the governor's ears, we will persuade him and secure you. So they took the money and did as they were taught. Say, this, this saying is commonly reported among the Jews, even until this day. And the eleven disciples went away unto Galilee, into the mountain where Jesus had appointed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him. But some doubted. And Jesus came and spoke unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. What a marvelous Easter story. Easter is the day we celebrate the resurrection, hallelujah, of Jesus Christ from the dead. This story is predominant in the Christian world because we recognize here that Jesus had the final say-so over all sin, but also over death itself. Jesus rose on the Sabbath, amen. And as the story told us, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary ran to the tomb that day looking for Jesus. But there was a great earthquake and an angel appeared there, as the story tells us. And the angel rolled back the stone from the opening of that tomb. You see, that stone was rolled back on Easter day. Amen. Jesus departed from the tomb the moment that after they laid him in that tomb in the physical, his spirit went right through the walls of that tomb. And we know where he went. The Bible says that he departed those three days and went into hell and took back the keys. Glory to God. Ah, yes, even of hell and the grave. Jesus Christ is the Son of God. We celebrate today on Easter that resurrection life now lives in every believer and we have the hope of eternal life through accepting Jesus Christ as our personal Savior. I go back to verse 3 where it says, The angel's countenance was like lightning and his remnant white as snow. My, 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 he removed the obstacle that kept the women from entering into the tomb. Don't we know that the power of God was upon that angel and his remnant white as snow means that he was clothed, glory to God, with the glory of the Lord. Now the innkeepers and the keepers of that tomb were there guarding that tomb so that no one could steal the body of Christ. Amen. But when they saw this angel that was a, a full of the glory of God so much that his countenance was like lightning. Now, lightning is a bright, bright light, right? Well, the fear of him fell upon these men that didn't know God 
and they became as dead men, meaning they were slain in the spirit, and evidently they were unconscious because they didn't hear what the angels said, and they were under the power of the living God so that they would not disturb what the angel wanted to speak to these women that had come seeking Jesus. He knew that they were looking for Jesus, the one that had been crucified. And he told them in verse 6, he said, He's not here, for he is risen. And he said, Come and see the place where the Lord did lay. And then go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. And behold, he goeth before you into Galilee, and there you shall see him. And lo, I have told you. The angel fulfilled his assignment. He spoke to these women who loved Jesus so much that they had run to take care and to look after even the dead body of Christ. What a devotion that they had to the Lord Jesus. They wanted to make sure that the robbers hadn't come and disturbed his body. They wanted to be sure that he was there and well taken care of as they were taught as Jewish women to take care of of the dead and watch after them they wanted to make sure no harm because thieves back then would come and steal dead bodies they wanted to to strip them and harm them and so these women loving jesus christ so very much ran to the tomb to make sure their beloved lord was safe finding that his body wasn't there any longer that he had arisen just like he had told them that he would. He had previously told his disciples that on, he would die, and on the third day he would rise again. But under the emotion of seeing him beaten and smitten three days prior to this scene, they were overwhelmed with fear, and, and they forgot about the promise that Jesus had said that he would die but suffer, but he would rise on that third day. I don't believe that they were even thinking about that. They were expecting the body to be there. But glory to God, then the revelation began to come. And this angel gave these two women the good news that Jesus had risen from the dead. What a glorious message it is, even today, 2011 years later. The message is still the same. I'm here telling you, all of you that may not know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, that He is risen from the dead. He wasn't just a mere prophet or a mere man in the flesh. He was the Son of God that willingly gave His life, allowed mankind to crucify Him, willingly desired to be that sacrifice to offer himself that we might be saved, that we might be redeemed out of our sins. Oh, and then after we're saved, he gives us this resurrected life. What a new life you will have if you will ask Christ into your heart today. It will be brand new. It will be glorious. You will feel love, true pure love for the first time in your life. These women ran and told the disciples and told them that Jesus was headed straight to Galilee. Amen. And Jesus, oh my, he had laid out the plan long, long before all of this happened. The disciples were human and they had a hard time believing 
in the what man says is impossible. In verse 8, these women obeyed quickly. It says, and they departed quickly from the sepulcher, but they departed with fear and also with great joy. So that must have been a reverent fear in hearing the voice of an angel give such a message that what Jesus had prophesied earlier in their teaching under him was real, that the angel was saying what Jesus had already spoken to him, that he would rise again, glory to God, on the third day. And as they ran to tell the disciples uh, behold, verse 9 says, Behold, Jesus met them, saying, All hail. And they fell, and they held his feet. Can't you just imagine that scene? They held him by his feet, and they worshipped him. They must have washed those holy feet that were nail-scarred with their tears. Oh, my, how much we need to praise Jesus today. We need to get a hold of God and worship him today and every day the rest of our life, but especially in a special way, worship Jesus today on Easter. Give him thanks, church, people of God. Give him thanks and give him praise today in a very special way. Fall upon your knees and worship him. Get a hold of the heart of God today and give him thanks for what all he went through and for what all he did and that he did not remain dead, that we can say truly as the church of Jesus Christ, we do not serve a dead God, but we serve a living God. We serve the resurrected Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He is alive and he is alive and well in heaven, but he is also alive and well in our heart. There is a reason why Jesus in verse and said, Jesus said to them, be not afraid. You know, fear wants to grip our hearts constantly, doesn't it? We have to fight the good fight of faith, pushing back the fears. We have to learn. He was teaching them at this time, and he teaches us constantly to face our fears. Oh, my, be not afraid, he said. Go and tell my brethren that they go into Galilee, and there shall they see me. Jesus knew that he needed to appear to the disciples. He needed to appear to them and show them his nail-scarred hands and give them comfort. He understands our doubt. He understands our fears, but he wants to deliver it, us from it. Amen. He wants to deliver us. In, in John 20, talks about this appearing to them in Galilee. And in verse 24 there in John 20, it says, But Thomas, one of the twelve, called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said unto him, We have seen the Lord. But he said unto them, Except I shall see in his hands the print of the nails, and put my finger into the print of the nails, and thrust my hand into his side, I will not believe. They called him Doubting Thomas for those words. He struggled with believing that Jesus had the power to resurrect from the dead. Remember, Thomas watched him with the others be beaten. Allow this to happen to him. The crown of thorns in his head. He saw him crucified on the cross. 
He probably was there at a distance watching them whip the Lord Jesus Christ with the cat of nine tails. Thomas was overwhelmed with doubt now that what the Lord had said was even real. Oh, how many times have we doubted God? We can't be too hard on Thomas on Easter, can we? Not on Easter morning, we cannot. Not any day of the week, can we not? Because doubt is a real power of darkness that comes to prevail against faith in Jesus Christ, even in the day and age that we live in. We have read the testimony that Jesus would come back for his church, yet the circumstances out there look as though he may never come. Oh, but by faith, we must stay in faith, church. We must remember the promise on Easter came to pass. He rose from the dead on the third day. Thomas doubted just as we have many times. In verse 26, it says, And after eight days, again, his disciples were within, and Thomas this time was with them. Then came Jesus, the doors being shut, and stood in the midst and said, Peace be unto you. Why did he say peace be unto you? Because when he walked through those doors without opening the door that was shut, when he came forth and stood in the midst of them, great fear tried to take over them. There's a lesson in that. Because every time we try and step out in faith, church, we're going to have to face the opponent of faith, which is fear. And on resurrection morning, Thomas wasn't there when he exposed himself to the other disciples. But here, eight days later, Jesus cared enough about Thomas because he had a plan to be glorified through Thomas's life. He had just died and rose from the grave, and he didn't want to leave one of his disciples bound by doubt. So he knew where Thomas was eight days after the resurrection, he came at that moment. He knew they were frightened. And he said, peace be unto you, which brought the calm of fear. Fear had to leave at that moment. In verse 27, then saith he to Thomas, reach here thy finger and behold my hands. Can you just picture him holding out his nail scarred hands? Because he had heard what Thomas had said. He said, except I shall see his hands, the print of the nails, and put my finger into the print of the nails and thrust my hand into his side, I will not believe. Even though Jesus wasn't there in the physical, remember, Jesus hears everything that we say, every word that we proceeds out of our mouth. He doesn't have to literally be there. He hears it all. All of our words are recorded in his mind. My, my, my. We will even be judged by those words. But here comes merciful Jesus, and he says, Reach out your finger then. Behold my hands. Reach out thy hand and thrust it into my side. And be not faithless, but believing. Oh, church, today I challenge you. In those words of Jesus Christ to Thomas, Whatever we're doubting God about because of the circumstance, because of the things that we see taking place in the world, this Easter morning, may we repent of our doubt and our weak faith. And may we get back to the altar where that prayer goes up and that faith is strengthened. And Thomas heard the words of the Lord. And Thomas answered him and said unto him, My Lord and my God. Because now he was looking 
at the very hands that carried the prints of those nails that were driven through them. Now he had to see to believe. Jesus doesn't want us walking in that. Faith believes in what it cannot see. Oh, mine has confidence and has trust that just because God said it, it will come to pass. That we don't, pure faith doesn't need evidence. So God worked a marvelous work in Thomas's life at that moment. And I'm sure of all the rest of the disciples, faith grew even stronger. Amen. Jesus said unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. But blessed are they that have not seen and yet believe. Jesus is saying that to you. All of you that have accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior that are listening to this broadcast Easter morning, he's saying to you, Whoa, there's a greater blessing awaiting on you that have never seen Christ in the physical, yet you believe that he is the Son of God, the Savior of the world, the Messiah that died on Calvary but rose from the grave on the third day. He's saying, blessed, more blessed are those that never saw that crucifixion, yet they believe to this day the story of Jesus Christ, that he is the only begotten Son of the Father. He is and always will be the only Messiah of the world. And now you and I, as his children on earth, await the trumpet to blow in the eastern sky. We are looking forward to the rapture that Jesus promised us that he would come back for us. Glory to God. We're not going to doubt it. It's going to happen because God, Jesus Christ, does not lie. He is truth. He told them he was going to have to be crucified, and he also told them, but I will raise on the third day. It came to pass. The rapture will come to pass. The great tribulation will come to pass. We must stay in faith every day of the year. Faith is believing in what you haven't seen. Faith in God is having confidence in God's word, his promises, everything that he has spoken, and trust. Faith is confidence and trust in what you've chosen to believe. He is the real Messiah. Amen? And verse 30 says, And many other signs truly did Jesus in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you might have life through his name. What an awesome scripture that is. Hallelujah. It is written in the Holy Word of God, the story of Christ's crucifixion, and his resurrection that you might believe that Christ is that son of God and that you through believing it can be saved from your sins and know Jesus Christ 
as your personal Savior. Lord, I close this broadcast with a prayer that the people of God that are already saved will rise up in greater faith and proclaim this beautiful gospel and have boldness of the Holy Spirit to preach this gospel the true story of the Savior of the world, wherever they go, that they will have that boldness through the power of the Holy Spirit that it takes to witness Christ. I pray that they will give their testimony everywhere that they go. And I also close with prayer, Almighty God, that on this Easter Sunday there would be souls saved today that are listening, that have always doubted the truth, of this story in the Bible. Lord, I pray that you will reach out your hand and touch them, that they will feel the presence of Jesus Christ upon their life right now, and that they will make that greatest choice, that they will repent of all their sins and say, Lord, I was wrong. Jesus, you are the true Messiah of the world and I accept you Jesus Christ into my heart knowing you've now forgiven me of all my sins and then you can be assured the promise that Jesus Christ said that you would now after accepting him have eternal life one day with him he's coming back soon keep the faith saints of Jesus keep the faith don't waver Hold on to that faith because Jesus is coming soon. He told him he was going to die. He told him he'd raise on the third day. He's told us that he's coming to rapture us, church. And he told us and he spoke it so it shall come to pass. We're soon and very soon going to see Jesus Christ keep his word. He's coming. Make yourself ready. God bless you. Have a wonderful day in Jesus. We hope to be back with you next week on the I Truly Believe in Jesus broadcast. We love you, but God loved you enough to die for you. God bless you.